It's episode 486, and today I'm going to talk about becoming a gravel pro. Let's cue that intro. The big question is this. How do we use cycling as a tool to improve our health, our happiness, and our longevity? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Anthony Walsh, and welcome to the Roadman Podcast. Roadman, welcome back to episode number 486 of the Roadman Cycling Podcast. Today I want to talk about a new little adventure of mine. I'm going to become a gravel pro. So what the hell does that mean, to be a gravel professional? Well, before I get into that, let me talk to you about how I've arrived at this decision and some of the conversations. So I had a conversation last night with a buddy of mine, and he's been on the podcast actually only a couple of days ago. I think he's a three-piece podcast returning guest at this point, Mr. Ed Veal. I love chatting with Ed and I was chatting with Ed on the phone and we were talking about, you know, collective shared experiences through the years, but we were also chatting about relationships and the types of relationships we have in life. And I was reflecting on some relationships I've had in my life that I've leaned into them maybe more than I should at points because I thought they were good relationships. This is very cognitive, like deliberate pathway thinking where I was like, this is a beneficial relationship. This is somebody who I can learn something from. This is somebody who I respect, but they were very well-formed relationships. I've leaned into relationships like that at various points in my life. And it's never been a relationship that's particularly endured. And this has happened multiple times throughout my life from, you know, 18 onwards. But there's other relationships in my life that it's been less, you know, cerebral thought process of I should lean into this relationship. It's more my soul. It's more this idea of, you know, thoughts are the shadows of our feelings because feelings are always more deeper. They're more contextualized. They're more nuanced. When my soul directs me towards a relationship or towards being around somebody, this is a relationship that endures. And when I get to spend time with people like this, it uplifts me. And Ed is one of these people that just uplifts me. He fills my cup. When I finish talking to him, I'm just absolutely energized. So we were talking about goals and visions. And I have some goals which I'm going to unpack for you today in this idea of being a gravel pro. And I'm sort of using it tongue in cheek. But zooming out from that... I have a vision of what I, what I want my life to be. And I never thought I would be somebody in my mid-30s who was unfit, who was, you know, carrying a little bit of extra weight, who is unhealthy. That was never a vision I had for myself. And, I'm you know, I'm not quite there right now, but I'm a couple of bad decisions from there because I'm definitely not at the fittest I've ever been. And that's what I want. That's the vision I have. I have a vision for myself as a killer. When I talk to old guests like Paddy Hulan, he's a killer. He's ready to go. And that's the vision I had for myself. And I don't want to soften it. I don't want to atrophy and use age as an excuse. And I'm always such a proponent of doing hard things. So I want to double down into this vision. And it's a vision I espouse and I try and communicate to you guys six days a week of the importance of physical health, the importance of challenging yourself to do hard things. And I've struggled a little bit with that in the last months as I've leaned more into the podcast because I've been advocating and telling you guys to do hard things. And at the same time, I've been pulling back and I've been training less. And I have been probably at my lowest point in fitness in the last 10 years. 
And that hasn't sat well, that sort of uh, duplicity in me telling you wanting and living a different life. So I'm going to rectify that. I have that vision for myself. And to kick that off, I've been fascinated with this. I chatted again with another guy I've had on the podcast, and I'm just having great conversations. And that's why I've loved the podcast. And some of these have been off air, but I chatted uh, with another friend, and we were talking about the idea of Gravel Pro. This is Joe Laverick, who I had on the podcast last week. And what does it really mean to be a gravel pro? Like, to be a world tour pro, we all know what that means. You need to sign for a world tour team. You need to have a contract, and that can get you into certain races. But to be a gravel pro, this is just a term. This is a label we've made as an industry. To be a gravel professional really means you can pay your bills through cycling sponsorships and endorsements, afford not to work, and turn up to gravel races. So... I have decided to be a gravel pro. Why not? Someone has to be a gravel pro, so it's got to be me. I had an old training partner, and he used to love this idea of, I'll do a big winter next year, next year, next year, and the Spanish call it mañana, tomorrow. I didn't want to do that. I initially thought to myself, okay, I'll get back into gravel, and I'll do a gravel pro calendar, and I'll do it next season. And I thought, no, I can't do that. I can't be that guy, the next season guy. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it right now. It'll be even funnier to listen to because I'm at absolutely tragic shape at the moment. So it will be funnier to listen to me going into these races and getting my head kicked in, trying to go in the early break with Lachlan Morton and Ted King and the wheels totally coming off and having to push my bike over the final climb of the day. That's what it's about and that's what I want to do. So with that in mind, I'm going to write a gravel pro calendar. I'm going to start entering in, and I have entered in, I'm reaching out at the moment to other gravel events. So if you have gravel events to add to the list, please do reach out to me or organizers reach out and I'll be happy to add them onto the list as long as they don't conflict with events that I have already signed up to. So I'm going to kick all this off with the rift in Iceland and that's only four weeks away. And the end of the season is going to finish off for me with Badlands out in Spain. It's a 700 kilometer, what do we have it written down here? It's like a 750 kilometer race across Europe's only desert with 1500 meters of climbing. So I'm going to do this with an old teammate of mine, the coach here at Roadman, Aaron Kearney. Really looking forward to doing it. He is going to kick my head in because he's just a recently retired pro cyclist with Evo Pro. So I need to start training because my life literally depends on it. So to give you some context as to how bad a condition I'm in at the moment, if I pull up my training software, my CTL, my chronic training load, which is my fitness score, is 16 at the moment. Any of you data nerds will know. That's basically totally untrained. But I will be logging all my rides on Strava, which I've never previously done before. I'm going to leave a link to Strava if you want to follow the journey in the show notes. And yeah, I'm going to get back training. As one of my buddies said, you're like a lad who hasn't pressed the lap button in a long time. And I haven't. I haven't pressed the lap button in a fair few years to do an interval on my Garmin or Hammerhead. And that's what I intend to do. Start pressing the lap button. Taking on the rift, taking on a bunch of other gravel events in between the rift starting in July and Badlands in September. And then with a bit of luck, roll it into next season and do a full gravel calendar. I've already started talking with some really cool brands to support this venture. So it's going to be something you're going to hear more about. I have this idea of kind of like Gravel Corner, where we're talk. say we take the Rift, which is going to be my first race in Iceland. Who goes to Iceland? Iceland? I don't even know where Iceland is on the map. I thought you could sail to it. And Sarah was breaking her nuts laughing, going, you cannot get the boat to Iceland, you cheap 
bastard. <laughs> I thought that'd be a handy way to save a few quid. So, yeah, you can't sail to Iceland, just to let you know, unless you're one of them mad fishermen on Discovery Channel when you used to go on the Mitch off school and you watch uh, Deadliest Catch and the waves bashing over. That's literally what the voyage would look like, but I didn't know that. So this is going to be just a vehicle for crazy experiences like Iceland. Storytelling. And I want to have a podcast for each event that's a two-part special. Part one, where I preview the event and I talk in detail about the event. So in this case, it'll be the Rift and I'll do a podcast on it. And then part two, I want to try and get the winner of the event on and contrast my experience to his experience. Where I think it will get real fun is if I can get myself into condition to sneak into the move for even a part of the event. And then we can talk about, hey, you started looking real bad there, bro. And then the wheels came off. And then I seen you getting sick on yourself. And then you disappeared and I didn't see you for the rest of the race. And then I can get him to fill me in on what happened in the break for the rest of the race. That's my rough plan. It's a work in progress, but I really wanted to share it with you guys because I'm pumped and I'm energized. It's cool to be back training. It's cool to be back out in the air. And it's cool to be back taking on new challenges. And as I say, I've pieced together this project and this idea for this project from conversations on this podcast. Jeremiah Bishop was one of the key conversations that kicked it off for me. Jeremiah Bishop talked about the idea of he's been a pro for since 1999, whatever the maths is on that. And he talked about the idea of not revisiting old projects, not going back to, you know, a race you've done six times and the race you've done when you're in the peak condition of your life, because you're going to make a comparison against that but instead create new memories and doing fresh new events. So that's what I intend to do. I've never ridden gravel. I've never ridden the rift. I've never ridden ultra endurance events like Badlands. I've never done a two-up event like that. And I've got loads of other cool self-supported ones in between, which I've never done anything like before. So they're going to be fresh new experiences. They're going to motivate me to get out on the bike. And it's going to give me cool stories to share with you amazing people. Roadman, I hope you're as uplifted and pumped as I am for this. And look, if anyone wants to join me on any of these gravel events, just shout, hit me over on Instagram. Roman, it's been a blast. I'll be back again tomorrow with newbie questions. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you're getting value from the podcast, can I ask you for one small favor before you head about your day? Can you make a point of sharing episodes that you have enjoyed with friends who you think need to hear that message? Or better yet, if you get the episode link and share it into a club, Facebook or WhatsApp group, whatever your particular club is using. I truly believe that we're building something valuable and something special here on the Roadman Cycling Podcast. But I need your help. I need the help of every single Roadman Cycling Podcast listener to spread the word. It is much appreciated, Roadman.